<laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. Um, Hi. Uh, so, where did we start? Well, I'm going to start off with an apology. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's been so long since you guys have heard from us. Um, if you have been keeping up with our Twitter at all, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you might have seen a few posts about things in life not going 100% to plan. Um, so we have had to push back recording a few times for various reasons. Um, someone got sick. Reese had the plague. And then someone else got COVID. <laughs> and then someone also got in a car wreck. Um, and then someone got in a car wreck. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and, heard totaled, okay, yeah. and got a totaled car. Yeah. I think uh, I still don't have an update <laughs> on it, by the way, in case you're uh, keeping up with the car fiasco that we haven't been telling you about. Uh, yeah. Two weeks. Uh, going on it, three it, and still no You want to just like tell that story real yeah, quick? Just get it out there. It's a bit get of a out. weird one. Put it um, out there. Get it off your chest. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you wondering, first of all, yes, I am okay. Secondly, it was just a weird situation. It gets snowy here in Ohio, as I'm sure plenty of you know. Um, I was minding my business trying to get lunch while I was at work. Uh, there was a pickup in front of me and I do not have a pickup. <laughs> and... Uh, the person in front of me thought they were going to go through this red light, which meant I thought they were going to go through the red light because they sped up really fast. And then at the very last minute slammed on their brakes. So even though I was already slowing down to stop at the red light, uh, I did not stop in time. And I kind of did a little maneuver to try not to hit them, but I still clipped the rear, like the right end of their truck bed and went up into a big ass snow drift um, so their car was fine. My car was not so much. Uh, long story short, I was okay, but my car ended up having to be towed because it was undrivable. Um, and then I heard nothing for like till the end of the week when I called and I was like, Hey, what's going on? So they told me to make an appointment to go talk to the, the body shop. So I was like, seems weird, but okay. Did it. Went to the body shop, uh, the following week, which was, as of recording this last week and uh, they were like, Oh, I know that we told you we had your car, but we don't have your car. And I was like, um, so then who has my car? What's happening? Uh, they didn't know. So that's weird. Yeah. So I had to call my, my insurance company again. I was like, Hey, what's going on? Uh, I did all the self-service like you guys told me, uh, but they don't have my car. What's up? And they're like, oh, well, since you did the self-service, it just slipped through the cracks and we forgot to call the tow yard <sighs> to have them tow it. So I was like, super, that's awesome for me. Um, but you're going to do that now, right? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. And then they did. Uh, and then I, it was a week this Tuesday and I still hadn't heard from them as of recording on Friday. Um, so I was like, okay, we had a few really bad weather days. I was going to give them a couple days um, just to see, like, what was going on, you know? Like, hey, maybe you guys were close. It's fine. Uh, still hadn't heard from them. Called back. Body shop still doesn't have my car. I'm like, okay, what the hell? So I call my claims adjuster back, and they're like, uh, um, I don't know. Give me a minute. So they call again. Did they lose your car? Uh, no. What happened was the dispatcher apparently tried to get hold of the tow yard, and they were like, oh, no, I can't get hold of them so we're just canceling the tow request so what? they canceled the request to tow it 
Um, so then he was like, I don't really understand because we just called that same tow yard 20 minutes ago and I just called them right now and had no trouble getting in contact with them. So I don't know what they were talking about. So they had to reprocess my tow request. Um, and so now it should be towed there. It should hopefully be at the body shop by now, but they're closed. So I can't call. Uh, and then I should get an update on Monday. So there you go. You guys have followed me on my car wreck journey. Um, <laughs> it's been yeah, an experience. I'm sure like this isn't even the last of it. I just, oh, I have I, a feeling. Yeah, I have <sighs> a really bad feeling too. And I'm not happy about it. About happy about it. <laughs> about, about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how the hell that happened, but but yeah. Anyway, now that you guys had that whole story that you didn't need to know, that's where that's where I'm at, and that's why we have not been able to record because we've been dealing with a bunch of asinine stuff like that. Um. So, and I want to say I'm the one who had COVID. Yeah, that's his M- fault. Maybe I maybe. Well. It, <laughs> so. Here, here's the thing. It, I wasn't like super sick feeling. I was just really tired. Um, but I lost my taste, like completely. Not like I can't, I can't. I'm stuffy. I can't taste. Like I rubbed horseradish on my tongue and didn't taste it. Kind of, I lost my taste. <laughs> uh, so that was exciting, and it was weird because like. I mean, it's probably because I'm vaccinated and boosted and everything, but I wasn't like super, super sick. I was just kind of like bleh, and I had a hard time breathing a couple times. I didn't. I coughed a little bit, but not much. But the thing that sucked is the taste. Uh, I'm happy to report I can taste things now. Oh, thank God! I was gonna ask you. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah i I was really afraid. I was nervous (laughs) for you. Because it doesn't sound like it would be that big of an inconvenience, but w- wow, when it happens to you, it's it sucks. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, babe, uh, experience what tasting with no taste is like. Yeah, so like the first day, it was like really, really gone. I made these like bean, these like uh, black bean tacos, okay, and like it had like slaw on it, and uh, you know, like, um caramelized onions i think or something caramelized no 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 pickled onions yeah pickled, pickled onions, red yeah. onions and or red onions yeah pickled whatever pickled onions and of a kind onions of a kind pickled uh and like some sweet habanero hot sauce on it and it was just like eating lukewarm oatmeal that had no flavor like the stuff that they would like serve you at lunch if you or at breakfast uh at school if you got to school early like you know the kind that you scoop out with an ice cream scooper and it stays the same shape yeah it was just mush completely full it was i was so disappointed i mean those tacos though were bomb well, i'm, I'm, sorry, I'm just sad that you couldn't delicious. taste them yeah yeah there so, we go uh it's been you know it's been a time <laughs> Yeah, it's been a time. Full disclosure, since we're just saying all of it, I'm also the person who got sick, so that was double whammy on my part. I'm so sorry. I was yeah. sick. I was I was very sick. No, was, Reese was like really sick for I like weeks. Apparently yeah, didn't have was... COVID according to my test, but uh, I also am vaxxed and boosted. So, um, but yeah, no COVID according to my test came back clear, but I was I was not doing okay. <laughs> Reese was like the kind of sick where we couldn't record even if we wanted to. No, was... I I was uh, basically asleep 98% of the day and the other 2% of the day I was hacking up along. So it was mm. like... 
So, uh, yeah. So that's where we guys been. had a good yeah. Christmas and a good New Year. It's almost Valentine's Day. Uh, when is that? I don't know. Monday, uh, Monday. the fourteenth. So it will be Valentine's Day by the time you hear this, probably. <laughs> so, because I have to edit it. Um, yeah. So I hope you have had a good Valentine's Day as well. And um, yeah, so we're back. Uh, yeah. Will you be my Valentine, please? No. Okay, not you. <laughs> oh, me? And not and not you. Or the listeners. Or listeners. Uh, our, our, our cryptid enthusiasts. The only okay. ones who matter. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I think <laughs> I think we were doing the second part of a two part series uh, months later just now. Uh, is that where we are, Reese? Yes, that is exactly where we are. Uh, and okay. I apologize in advance. No, I don't apologize. I'm lying to you. Uh, but there might be some overlap. Uh, and I'm not sorry about that. It's going to be a little bit of recap. Some things tie into some stuff we've already discussed. So, you know, there might be a few things that that overlap into the uh, the previous episode. And you just have to deal with that and get to listen to it again. Um, I'm going to try to get a couple weekly episodes out just to make up for it. But don't hold your breath because... We all have really busy lives. Yeah, as but you I'm can see, try. things have just not been working in our favor lately. So, yeah. uh, optimism, but no promises. Let's let's keep it at that. Um, we'll try. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We will try our best. Uh, but life sometimes has a way of not letting us do things. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I am still doing a little bit of the coughing, but, um. That being said, is there anything else you guys wanted to bring up before I just sort of take a deep dive into the aftermath no. of Kelly? Uh, my cat's cute, but you know, okay, well, everyone knew fair. that. Yeah, we already we were already aware. No. Um, okay, so like I said, a little bit of recap uh, for those of you who didn't just listen. Wait, oh, we didn't okay. do our intro. Oh, shit. Yeah, we Crap. have one of those, don't we? <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm Reese. I'm Dan. And my name is Mike. And this is Ohio Valley Crypt. Air horns. Yeah, we should, we should add that into our intro. Just, just a bunch of obnoxious <laughs> air horns all the time. Um, Man, this is like, okay. I know, I know. We said we were starting, but hold on. Just like sitting in front of the mic and like doing this. It's not like, it's not like none of us have talked. Obviously, me and Dan live together and like Reese is my best friend. So yeah, it's not like we don't talk like all the time. Uh, but it doesn't like still, I mean, we play, we have a D and D game we play on Sundays together. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but this is like weirdly really cozy doing this. Yeah. It's actually very cozy. <laughs> I was just thinking mm -hmm. about lighting, lighting a candle or something. I was going to say a fire and then I was like, I don't have a fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't I mean, be doing that. <laughs> I mean, you can light a fire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, just oh, not my like God. safe. We I mean, were watching 48, the first 48 last night. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And they came into one of those cases where like 
a body was like burnt in a vehicle and they they have like a suspect and they pick up the suspect and as they're like arresting the suspect her house catches on fire oh no yeah so anyway anyway so don't do that don't do fires yeah in no your fires. house reese <sighs> fine fine i'll wait until i have a fire I was going to say a fireplace, but that's like a real thing, but like a place to put a fires. fire hydrant. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait I mean, till I have a hydrant in my yeah. house. It's fine. Oh, you know what we should do? We should build a pod lab when I get, when we, Dan and I buy the house. Oh, that'd be cool. Like we should, we could, a oh what? my gosh, we can use the room downstairs. What lab? Like a, a recording studio. Oh, okay. We yeah. can put the, the, the stuff that all the YouTube gamers have. The foam stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we could bring your mic and we could all sit in the same room and podcast. Oh. That'd be crazy. Anyway. Okay, we should Reese get to your story. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's been It's Alexa, been almost it's been like <laughs> It's been fifteen minutes. Like yeah, it's this been is getting out of hand. Of us <laughs> We're just, not my favorite murder. Just saying things. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> um, They're terrible. But about that. I love them. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna let you finish that. I was like, I know there's more to that. Um But anyway, quick, quick, quick recap. Uh basically a bunch of little tiny sable eye looking things attacked some people for like an hour or two. And um it actually it was like a whole night affair, and there was some questionability about what these things were. Were they were they goblins? Were they aliens? Were they possibly uh little robotic things we didn't know they were weird and left luminescent goop and they threw stuff at windows and could take a shotgun like a champ um and we're kind of going to talk about some of the aftermath we touched on it a little bit before um as far as like a couple of the people who had experienced it had written books um kind of detailing what it was like to have grown up because some of the people in that house were kids um so what it was like growing up with that having been like your family's legacy um, and how um, Lenny uh, was like not really wanting people to come onto her property because uh, she was just kind of tired of dealing with all of the fame. She wasn't a very, she wasn't a very outgoing uh, woman. She was more of a private woman. She did not like all of these people treating her house and her livelihood as a tourist trap. Um, but we're going to talk about a couple, um, like, branch out things today that aren't necessarily... I mean, they they uh, they definitely do directly connect to uh, the people who had firsthand witnessed this. But um, we're going to bring in a couple of new people to the cast, uh, as it were. One of them being a guy named Andrew Ledwith. Uh, he goes or went by the name Bud. Uh, he was a radio announcer and an engineer for a local station in that area, WHOP. Um, and they'd been having technical difficulties with the ham radio that night. Um, I think it was his personal ham radio. I don't believe it was the one that they kept at the station. It was just his own personal ham radio because he was like, he was a big radio guy. That's why he got He was a that. radio engineer. It was kind of his thing. Yeah, exactly. That's like his his big hobby. Uh, so. He was having some issues with it, and he went down the next day to the radio station um, because even he was having trouble fixing it. Like, he couldn't figure out what was going on. 
him being a radio engineer, couldn't fix it. So he went down to the radio station to try to get uh, the head engineer to try to fix it. And as soon as he walked in the door, like he couldn't even really get out what his issue was. He was having just all of these questions lobbed at him about whether he'd seen or heard of this incident that had happened uh, down in the Kelly Hopkinsville area um, and what his thoughts were on it. And of course, because he hadn't been able to tune in on his ham radio, he had no idea what was going on. He was like, what the hell are any of you talking about? What is happening right now? Like, uh, I spent it, all night troubleshooting. Like, <laughs> yeah, I turned it off and like on again. Like, I don't know. I don't know what else to do. 59 Google, Google Chrome tabs open. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So he went there and one of them kind of gave him at least enough information that he could kind of get an idea of what was going on. Um, and this guy, jack of all trades, apparently, uh, was also an amateur artist. So once he kind of spoke to the people at the station and got an idea of what was going on, he decided to go down and speak to these families himself to kind of get an idea of what was going on and what they claimed to have seen. Um, he wanted to make like a, a composite sketch that he was probably going to turn into the newspapers because, I mean, why wouldn't he make it, you know, an extra couple bucks or whatever? Um, and so one of the one of the people who had gone and bothered them the morning after this incident was Bud, Bud Ludwith. Um, and they didn't actually mind his presence as much as they did mind some of the others, um, mostly because this was still at the very beginning. They hadn't been inundated with just everybody and their brother uh, trying to talk to them about all of this yet. And they uh, he, he was pretty respectful. He was pretty nice about it. So uh, he went there and... He is actually the one who, if again, if you're following our Twitter, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, gave us the famous or infamous, depending in what circles you run in, uh, image of what these aliens looked like, um, of what these little little goblins looked like based off of the descriptions of the people who had been there. Um, Which I'm looking at again. I have it pulled up. It's wonderful. Actually, hang on. This is a good opportunity. I want to show you guys um, a different paper from a couple states over um in or not states over cities over rather in clarksville tennessee uh also decided that they wanted to get in on this and they gave their own kind of twist uh to what these creatures looked like and i'm gonna go ahead and paste that right in here for y'all to look at if it would if it would paste which it's deciding not to so that's like super cool for me um you're gonna have to save it and then you're gonna have to send it you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to take a screenshot of it. <laughs> that works too, I guess. <laughs> because I'm lazy. Um, anyway, this isn't even relevant to the story. I just love that this picture exists and I need you to see it. Uh, because they decided to put their own spin on it. And without talking to these people or anything, they just kind of like copied uh, what they were reading in other papers. And this is what they came up with. Oh. So <laughs> oh, let me... Let me explain to you what I'm looking at right now, because obviously our listeners can't see it. Right, of course, unless we post it's this. It's like... <laughs> it's it's like a man. Okay, picture a man, okay? And he's like got kind of like big pecs, but he slowly tapers down into like really skinny legs. And he's Dorito got really... 
long, long, long arms with big hands. And he's got a massive chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he looks like the crimson chin. Like oh, a yeah. massive chin. And he's got like ears that look like wings, but backwards. <laughs> it kind of looks like if if somebody had tried to make like Sableye, but they made him like super emaciated and also cosplaying the Flash. Yeah, and yeah, I was going to say I like his goggles. He has like super like a superhero like Robin's like superhero, you know, his like sidekick like mask on that just covers his eyes except he has really wide eyes. Yeah. And there's another one below it that These just are all reminds from, me from different papers by the way. Uh the Evansville one, it just kind of reminds me of um the leprechaun from the leprechaun movies, yeah, but, kind of. if, but if he was also Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, by the way... And then there's the, another one who's dispensing toilet paper out of his chest. Oh my god. Is it toilet paper I, or is it a battery? Because that's a lightning bolt I, on that I I don't thing. know. Um, also, just so that you guys know, the, um, the one from Evansville, Indiana, the Aquaman looking one, he also glows. Um... That is that is what I am gathering from what those lines in the that are is irradiated. That wasn't in the description originally. It was not, and a lot of these. Um, that's kind of the thing. A lot of these, like other newspapers, kind of just picked apart bits and pieces of like what they saw in other newspapers. It was kind of like a game of telephone, um, where they didn't actually do any like direct interviews. A couple of a couple of papers did. Um, they did give interviews to like a few papers. Uh, but some of them, like from states and states away, were just like picking up on the hype and they just kind of did their own thing with what they read. Um, so, yeah, that was exciting for them. Um, and it's interesting to note all of those different like interpretations because um, <clears throat> Bud Ledwith, the man who did like the quote unquote official images of uh, of the goblins. Um, actually reported that the uh, the witnesses that he spoke to had been extremely clear and adamant about their descriptions. And if he, like, made an error or if he, like, incorrectly just sort of made an assumption based on other things they had said and kind of, like, gave a little artistic license, they were they had no qualms about correcting him. Like, they would correct him yeah. immediately. They were just like, oh, no, 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 that's not that's not right. You did that wrong. Um, and so he did his best to avoid influencing their description at all, but it doesn't really seem like they would have let him anyway um, because they were, they were pretty uh, consistent and pretty yeah. confident in what they had seen. Um, and it's worth noting that most of the people that he interviewed about descriptions for these um, <clears throat> came from the women who had been present uh, because a lot of the men had been um had been hitting the sauce they sure <laughs> they'd been out working and hunting and they just weren't home oh um they'd so, be they they were out hitting that work sauce that work sauce <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. um they'd been out like working and hunting and stuff and they just weren't home so he he just kind of went mostly based off of the women's descriptions um and Buddy. I mean, that makes sense, too, because it seems like 
<laughs> in the original story, excuse me, it seems like there was like a bit of a there, there was a lot of chaos going on, and it seems like the men were more like um, running around the house yeah, trying were, to shoot them, etc. Yeah, they were kind of the more chaotic uh, individuals yeah. in this in this particular story. Um, Billy Ray did come home in the middle of uh, Bud doing those sketches though and he was actually super excited because he even confirmed he was like yeah that is exactly what i think it looked like um however he then went on to give his own description but it only vaguely matched what the other witnesses had provided despite him like saying that the the sketch looked almost identical to what he remembered um and i think he even there was like some argument about the nose because like he thought that they like had these noses and all of the women were like, no, they didn't have noses. You're, you're incorrect about that. Um, but again, like we touched on before, he did kind of have like a, a bit of a history of exaggerating and kind of embellishing stories. So I think maybe what happened is he got a little too excited that somebody was listening to him and started kind of misremembering or misguiding him. But all in all, like between the three of them, their descriptions were pretty, pretty accurate and and pretty, uh, what's the word? Pretty consistent. Other than which is it's surprising if you take us like all three of us outside in the woods and like blindfold us and then take the the blindfold off and put it back on real quick, we're gonna have very very different descriptions of yeah. what we all saw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What were you saying, Dan? I said, yeah, I, I agree with that. Oh, I thought you said Anne, and I was like, there should be more to that sentence. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I found that interesting that they were all so, like, consistent. And I know that, like, some people might say, well, they had enough time to, you know, kind of get their facts straight and, and come up with a story. But they didn't really have that long. If you remember, the incident didn't stop until, like, 5 a.m., and this was all happening yeah. like later yeah. in that same day. So it's not like they had like a weekend to just kind of pour over what they were going to tell the papers and stuff. This was all it was all happening to them pretty quickly. They were all really low on sleep because, like I said, they were up till 5 a.m. with these things. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, I suppose they could have like planned it weeks in advance or something, but that's maybe. But that's still a little. Yeah. That's a little strange. Haphazard. Yeah. <laughs> And for there to have been other, like, accounts of things, like, on that night, for them to have planned it weeks in advance on that night, you know, seems a little incidental to me, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, and Glenny, the the matriarch of the house, and I'm sorry if you can hear the excited dog barking outside, um, Glenny, the matriarch of the house, had kind of even noted um, that... A couple of things, actually, that I found interesting. One, when Bud showed her her finalized image, he uh, she was actually really pleased. And um, she said that they hadn't missed a single detail and was actually so upset by how similar the likeness was that she asked them to take it out of her sight because she did not want to ever look at it again. Um, which I found to be pretty interesting. Um, and also, not just Glenny, but... Uh, all of the people pretty much that they asked to give a description of these things uh, said that there was no indication as to like the sex or the gender of whatever these things were, um, which I also found super interesting because 
especially at the time, but even like now, people are super about gendering the unknown. Like, aliens gotta have titties or else how do we know it's a girl alien? Like, and even at the time, um, one of the reports uh, that was given by the the troop that had had the first encounter or most popularized encounter with Mothman, uh, they had been saying that he was like the epitome of a man and he was like the epitome of the male gender and stuff. And these people were just like, no, I couldn't. I, there was nothing to tell me what the hell these things were. Yeah. Um, so I thought that pretty interesting um, in a time, especially at that time when they they really really were all into like well was it a guy or was it a girl um an interesting yeah little, that that does make sense i mean little detail an alien species likely would have not to get into it like a whole gender rant and how it's just an illusion but if we're just looking at like sex or sexes in general likely it would not be male female uh, and probably not even the equivalent. We don't know how like a reproductive cycle of like a, a, an alien species could work. Well, and that's, exactly. that's the thing. Even if it was like maybe an approximation that you could compare to the the, the male and female that humans have decided upon, um, birth giver and DNA donator, right? Or something like that, or yeah. even even like if it was some sort maybe of approxima- approximation of that, like who's to say that they would have the same like visible details you know like just because we're that way doesn't mean something else would be that way so it always kind of gives me like an extra pause of skepticism whenever somebody's like oh yeah i could tell it was a was a guy because i could see i could see its penis or like i could see boobs i could see his big old pahihi right that thing was packing (laughs) that's how i knew it was a man Um, like that always makes me go a little bit like all right well okay are we are we sure about that i mean there's nothing saying that it wouldn't be the same, but no. But there's also nothing saying it would uh, be the same, and it feels yeah. pretty limiting to just assume everything else in the universe, if there is other stuff out there, just mimics everything we see here on Earth. When even things we see here on Earth don't mimic that. So, I yeah. Don't know. I mean, like, I would say, I mean, <laughs> I we could talk about this literally all day. Yeah, yeah. we we really it's could. It's, it's really not. <laughs> you know um a, a two what are the endeavor on this podcast but what i was gonna say even if you like look at fish and how they like the female lays eggs and then the male just like does a drive Flies by over it yeah yeah <laughs> crop does that yeah exactly yeah, like it's it, it just seems i don't know it seems very convenient that things on other planets would or you know wherever they're from would be so close to human anatomy when we have things right here on yeah. the earth that are nowhere near it. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And uh, it's now how they, how they reproduce or replicate. They just shed their entire body and another one just pops out. Yeah. They shed their skin yeah. kind of like a cicada. And then uh, mm-hmm. another one grows from that. Yep. Pretty much. Um, We've cracked it. <laughs> but I, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And I also thought it was interesting that, this uh, may actually have been one of the most accurate reports that we received um, from this incident, because uh, as Glennie said, uh, a lot of articles and newspapers and things that came after the first article 
uh, actually severely misrepresented what was said by the witnesses. Um, as you know, media does, they take things in the context that they want to take them. And, um, they, Glennie and some of the others had said that that had happened to them. They had been purposely, uh, put in context that weren't worth what they were trying to convey, or they had been basically mocked. Um, even, even that first article, the very, very first one that came out like that next day, um, it had been, you know, like a statement of fact, um, and kind of treated it like they were approaching just another news report of an incident that had happened in the town. But then that same newspaper later on went to post other articles, like making fun of them and, and misrepresenting, uh, things that had been said to the reporters. Um, which was another reason that Glennie was so not interested in having people come take her, her account anymore because she was like, well, if I'm just going to be made a mockery of for something that I suffered, then I don't want you guys near me. Um, which, yeah, they're just going to twist it anyway, so why? Yeah, uh, exactly. Why would I share anything with you if you're just going to make it out to be something that I wasn't trying to say? Like, just go make up your own version anyway and leave me out of it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, and this artist, when he... Actually, going back to that for just a minute, um, because they were so, like, sensationalized and made such a mockery of over time... Um, it actually, it had some like long lasting effects over the people, like not just like psychologically, but it made it difficult for some of them to hold down jobs, uh, to even get jobs because people who had heard their name started associating them with like somebody crazy and unreliable and outlandish and not somebody that they wanted working for their company. So like even these like honest, hardworking people were just having trouble holding down jobs because this thing happened to them that they couldn't explain, which is not a great thing to have happen to you. Um, it sucks pretty hard, actually. Um, but one of the other things I was going to get to was some evidence that was or was not found. Um, Bud led with. Yeah, that's. Hmm. Oh, no, go ahead. You're fine. Uh, Bud led with when he did come, he brought an anonymous friend. I don't know why they want to remain anonymous, but they did. Um, so I was unable to find any sort of indication of who this person was. But they did find a friend with or bring a friend with him. Uh, and the friend found a shotgun shell, um, which does. I mean, obviously, they didn't really have any way to date when the shotgun was shot. But uh, assuming it was pretty fresh, that does kind of corroborate the story that they had shot the creatures. Um, but unfortunately, shot at something. Uh, unfortunately, it's the flip of that. Yeah. One, there's no way to point or to prove what they were shooting at. And two. If this random person who was brought onto the the property was able to find that and the police weren't, it does kind of point out a potential lack of, like, thoroughness for the police. Um, uh, like canvassing yeah, that's and not shocking. Evidence. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really not. It's really not, but it is unfortunate because, I mean, what could we have found out if we had had, like, more of a thorough canvassing and, and more evidence and, and more... Um, things that may have been, you know, taken away by the wind or footprints or whatever, um, because they just kind of let it be as it was. Um, yeah. Well, then the cops probably didn't take them seriously at all. They probably showed up, took a few pictures and then left. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I do, we did kind of go over the, the cops appearing, uh, in the last episode, so I won't rehash it too much, but I do want to point out that, uh, 
kind of mimicking what what Mike over there said, I did put in my notes uh, that there was a, a lack of thoroughness and collection of evidence on the part of the police, surprising no one. Um, so I just wanted to point out that consistency there. Um, I mean, being a true crime fan, I, you, you see it literally all the time all the time it's in a horrible so murder frustrating. cases. It's so yes. frustrating. And, and like, those are horrible murder cases. If someone calls you and they're like, we saw aliens, you're going to be like, yeah, okay. okay sure. Like, I don't honestly, uh, like being, being completely blunt and transparent i don't honestly blame the police for not taking them too seriously on this one i get it like i get it it's early in the morning you know it just it sucks because like to an extent they did take them seriously i mean they knew something happened whether they believed that it was aliens or not is up to be determined but they they did they showed up yeah they showed up and they did do some investigating and they did like i said before um just based off of like the reactions and and the way that things were they did kind of take it seriously but they just still didn't do nearly enough uh, to do any kind of like actual thorough investigation they just kind of were like okay well we can't find anything so uh we're just gonna be gone now um although much much later i couldn't find like an exact date but it was it was a little while down the line um the center for ufos research did return and collect some evidence and investigate but unfortunately it was so long after that they weren't really able to to find yeah any conclusive evidence which again not shocking but they just weren't able to find anything that gave us any sort of definite answers which would have been wonderful and you know not expected that or not unexpected rather that they didn't though um yeah if they found evidence of aliens um you wouldn't be sitting here listening to this podcast. Yeah. Right. Things would be a lot different today, and we would not be talking about this the way that we are. Um, We'd be here trying to disprove aliens. Unfortunately, n- nobody, like the the UFO research, the police, Bud and his friend, nobody was able to find any kind of evidence of a craft or anything like that at the point where it supposedly landed. Um some people think that this is enough to debunk it, um, but there's also some speculation, including um, the Center for UFO Research. They were one of the uh, organizations that kind of put forth this idea that it may not have actually physically touched down. Uh, so that could have been. It might have like hovered. Was, yeah, it, it could have just kind of hovered there. Um, or it could have been uh, kind of like a drive drive by like. They hovered there for a second, dropped off a couple of the the entities, and then the craft took off until they were they were done um, with what they were doing, uh, which I thought was. They kind had of, to go fill up on gas, and they dropped a few guys off. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "All right, guys." We're, it was just like the parents dropping off the kids. Like, all right, you guys hang out here <laughs> for a parents, minute. We have some adult yeah. stuff to go do. <laughs> the parents forgot the kids at, the, at Walmart. That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, you guys. So we'll circle back. <laughs> you guys visit this playground where we go get gas and stuff. Um, and it was just, it was just interesting. Um, there was also some speculation that th- this one seems a little out there to me, but there was some uh, speculation that the two events, like the UAP and the creatures could have been unrelated. And I'm like, if so, what, what a freaking coincidence. What a day to be alive. <laughs> If those were two separate things that you happened to witness on the same night, like Jesus, could you imagine? Um, That would be incredible. Um, 
there's not a whole lot else as far as like investigation that I did want to touch on. I did want to say that the Air Force's official investigation program, Project Blue Book, for those of you who are familiar, actually did investigate this case for just a little bit. Um, but they did kind of end up not officially pursuing it, which I think I mentioned in the last episode as well. But um, I find it interesting every time because I love talking about Project Blue Book. So um, you can't you can't blame them either for like not researching no, looking I mean, further into it, because at the point where it would have landed in their hands, everything that could have been done was pretty much uh, was either done or it was too late. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so that was pretty much that was pretty much all I wanted to talk about as far as like aftermath, because um, then it, it kind of tapers off. I mean, they were sensationalized for a long time. They started not wanting these people to come talk to them. And so reports and accounts and investigations just kind of died. And there wasn't really any sort of like conclusive ending. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, everybody give up. <laughs> that was essentially the the conclusion that was made. Um, it did spawn some theories, though, about what it is that these people had actually seen that I kind of alluded to some of them or or touched on them um, in the yeah. last episode. But I wanted to talk about some of them uh, because, first of all, theories and explanations, one of the main things we do on this podcast here. Uh, and secondly, because I thought some of them were interesting and I wanted to get your guys' input uh, once we kind of wrapped up the quote-unquote official theories. I wanted to get you guys' input on what you thought um, it may have been. You guys also, by the way, includes uh, viewers. So if you want to tweet at us, if you want to comment or send us an email or whatever, I would love to hear what you guys think about this too. Yeah, when you were saying you guys, I was like, is Reese talking to me? Or yeah, I mean, like talking to, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, you guys, as in the two of you, and also you guys, as in the audience at large, because uh, I like discussing theories. I think it's fun. My, I would like to hear my, all of them. My theory is swamp gas and weather balloons. Of course, as always. Um, it's the mole people. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that they they. That's fit, why they have them big eyes. It fits the mo of these guys just perfectly. It's the mole people. We solved it. We've cracked this case wide open. And them big hands for digging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why they needed those friggin' huge arms so they could just yeah, dig. so they can sling that dirt around and slither on in the the mines and stuff. Um, wow. Moving on to actual theories. <laughs> Crazy. It's the mole people, I it's, tell you. Yeah, it was the mole people, Mike. You keep thinking that. Um, But one theory that is I'm not even going to spend that much time on. I, I just have to mention it because it is a common theory uh, is that they were just drunk. They were just drunk or high. Um, And the reason I say that I'm not even really going to entertain it is because there was just absolutely no evidence of that even in the slightest um like i mentioned before glenny langford kept her house a dry home she did not uh really approve of people drinking or doing anything uh other than no sauce yeah no no drinking no drugs nothing along those lines was allowed on her property she did allow you know the occasional beer and there was like a couple of cans found in the trash um, but none really found on the property and the only drunk. place they, they really were found was in the trash can. Um, and the amount that they found in the trash can was 
nowhere near enough to get even one of them drunk, let alone the entire household. Um, they shotgun them. They're drunk. Yep. That's exactly what happened. They were shotgunning <laughs> the beers. They were shotgunning all like three cans. All three beers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that just got <laughs> and they them. didn't eat supper beforehand. <laughs> and they, they split it, you know, amongst the 11 people in the yep. house. And mm-hmm. they all just got smashed and imagined yep. this. Um, but this is a common theory. Um both just amongst, you know, people who hear it, uh, but also uh, amongst ufologists. Sorry, ufologists. I don't know why I said that weird. Amongst ufologists and um, some, like, scientifically accredited journals, like Frontiers in Psychology, uh, proposed this theory as well. Um, where's uh, where's uh, Hopkinsville or wherever it's... Uh, Kentucky. Or where this take place in Kentucky? Yeah. Well... Moonshine, so I mean, they probably had the good stuff hidden. I mean, they may have still, Um, maybe there was again no evidence found on the grounds. Um, and Lenny, you don't hide your still on the grounds, you you hide it in the woods somewhere, right? But I mean, the grounds took up most of the woods, and Glenny Langford was the one who owned the place. Um, and most of the people were just staying there temporarily. So for them to have set up a, a moonshine rig for the amount of time that they would have been there was probably not the. Uh, it was left from previous tenants, maybe. Most I don't convenient. know. Convenient. Um, I mean, you really want this to be the theory, but I just don't think it is. There was no evidence. I, they didn't yeah. seem drunk. There was no smell of alcohol on them. There was no containers of any kind anywhere. Uh, they drove themselves to and from the police station and didn't show any signs of being drunk behind the wheel. There were 11 mm-hmm. of them and not one of them showed any signs of alcohol. So I'm not inclined be something. to believe it, but that is my opinion on that theory. Um, there was one. <laughs> so I know that I mentioned before, uh, too, that there had been a theory that it was just owls. Um Yeah. Owls, yeah. That's a lot of them. That's a lot of them. Yeah, of owls, <laughs> owls tend to be tend to be a pretty big a big theory. And the reason that I mention this here, because um, I'm going to go back to the uh, being drunk theory. Um, yeah, but uh, the reason that I kind of dipped in to mention is because <laughs> Joe Nickel, who is like one of the more well known people who likes to comment on things like this, he is a member of the committee for skeptical inquiry, and he dips his fingers in all sorts of Alien pies, so to speak. Um, whoa, whoa. Okay, first of all, screw you. Second of oh. all, he has uh, the weirdest theory, I think, um, just because it would have to be, aside from like people having said that it was like two separate events, the the UFO and the goblins, this has to be one of the more outlandish incidental ones because he was saying that it was just a really unfortunate combination of just some owls being outside and a meteor shower happening at the same time and they somehow conflated the two into being that the owls were aliens that seems a little bit out there to me um yeah i i just (laughs) would say it's just the owls like right or just the meteor shower and some other weird thing happened but like yeah but like i don't know i i think even if there's a meteor shower people know what owls are um but there was a swamp gas disguised in the owls as mole people uh, i don't know man like 
Owls can look pretty crazy at the wrong yeah. angles and stuff at night. Yeah, I mean, they can. Uh, however, I think somebody from an extremely rural area like that um, who has them, you know, if if they were to have them on their property and had seen them from multiple angles that night um, yeah. would kind of know. Yeah, maybe. Um, and the fact that they said that they sounded the metallic the and arms. had, a, yeah, and I was going to say they had like actual arms instead of wings kind of leads me away from that theory. Um, yeah. The reason I, I brought it into the alcohol theory was because some people were saying that the alcohol or the drugs that they weren't doing were the reason that people uh, or that the people thought that these owls were like unrecognizable beings from another planet. Um, sure. That's fine. I think even smashed, I know what an owl is, um, but that's me. Maybe not everybody's like that. Um, another theory that still just really leans into the fact or rather the opinion that they were drunk. Um, and this one's this one's really weird to me. Um, some people think that the, the family was just drunk and in order to scare everyone else, some of them were throwing cats against the window to scare the people inside. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, that Who does that? that was a really weird thing to me. Um, <clears throat> that's not like an official theory, but it is one that has been thrown around. And I'm like, okay, yeah, because none of them know what cats look like. And there was only like the only instance of them having been like not all in the house together aside from when they went to get the police was when they first saw it and then ran into the house to tell the people about it. And there was only one instance where they even mentioned that they saw it like against the window. And that was when Glennie was trying to sleep and she woke up and saw the face of one like pressed up against the window, which they then shot at. Um, And there was like not really any evidence other than the fact that there was a cat on the grounds at the time, there wasn't really any evidence supporting this theory. Um, it, it just kind of was like a theory that people decided. Um, I can't. I couldn't even find anything supporting the theory. There was just one sheriff from like a nearby town who, I guess, just really didn't. He just threw that out. Yeah, there. he was like, "Well, I saw a cat, and I saw a cat climbing a screen once, and it yelped and made a weird sound." Uh, which wasn't when they, I don't believe that the Yelp was when it was climbing the screen. Um, because in other reports that I had seen, um, one of the cops stepped on a cat's tail and it made a noise, which, yeah, you stepped on its tail. Um, yeah, what the hell? And I, I can't even. And that's what he's saying they thought it was, which is just really insane to me because. Of all of the like accounts that the people who were the witnesses gave, none of them mentioned them making any kind of noise other than like the bullets ricocheting when they shot them and they said it sounded like metal. So I don't know why he would have thought that like a cat howling in pain when you step on its tail is metal is yeah, or like was related in any way to any of the things when there was no sound involved. But that was his theory. And I think it's just because he thought they were crazy. <laughs> that's the that's the only thing that I could think. Of. I, I think he's crazy um, for yeah. thinking that. Up. I think he's he's a little a little nuts. Um, there's only a couple more theories really that I wanted to touch on because there's not a whole lot of 
I mean, other than the obvious it's aliens theory, there's not a whole lot of Or they just made it all things up. thrown at well, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. Other than the like obvious ones of it didn't happen or they were aliens, there weren't a whole lot of other theories to be found. Um there were theories about like pieces of the incident. Like some people thought that the luminescent patches that they found in the spots that the people claimed that the aliens had fallen on. I don't know if you guys remember that from the other episode. Yeah. If not, I go do. back and listen yeah. to it again. But um they said that when they fell, there were like after they shot them, there were like glowing spots on the ground where they fell. And some people think that that might be foxfire, which is, if you don't know, it's a luminescent fungus um, that grows on decaying wood, which, I mean, I guess is possible. It's really hard to say uh, because there wasn't anything that said, like, if these glowing spots were found on decaying wood or not. Um, yeah. And nobody took samples or anything like yeah. that. So. Right. At the Like the... From what I was reading, it seems to me like it didn't fall onto a log. It fell onto the ground itself. And that's where these things were found. But I don't know. That could be wrong. Because um, like I said, there's not they weren't very descriptive when they said where they found that stuff. But that's one of the theories. Um, and of course, the most common theory, aside from the being drunk, is that it was all a hoax. Um, Project Blue Book uh, ended their investigation because they considered it uh, a hoax um interestingly they added no further commentary uh to cutting off the investigation and declaring it a hoax um despite the fact that they were they didn't find any evidence apparently that supported it being a hoax they just kind of decided that that's what happened and said nothing it's more on like the matter and cut it off. <laughs> they were just like, okay, well, we're done with this. Uh, must have been made up. But then they didn't offer anything that debunked it or or supported their theory that it was a hoax. They were just like, um, yeah, good enough. Done. So I think here's what I think happened. <clears throat> I think it's probably a combination of a lot of things. Um. You know, the guy saw the quote-unquote UFO first, right? Right. The one guy, um, which could be literally anything. There's weird stuff in the sky. All the time. Um, Especially out in the country, by the way. Like, if you're in a rural area, uh, I don't know how many of you out there in the audience have, like, are from rural areas like us or from cities or whatever. But if you live out in like a real rural area, like very rural, like you can see all kinds of stuff up there. <laughs> yeah. And like, Sasquatch is my neighbor. Yeah. He lives <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> um, so, you know, that could be anything like, uh, I think that maybe one of them, saw something an owl a cat whatever right the the details aren't really important and because of what's his name um reported the ufo or had said something about it i i I think ultimately what happened is they all fed on each other's panic yeah um in the same way that when you were a kid and you were all telling like ghost stories by a campfire you know you start to see things or hear things and everyone does and everyone panics. It's it's sort of one of those situations where, you know, you feed enough into the fear and 
you basically manifest that into your own reality, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's, I don't know, like, because that's like my strongest theory. But at the same time, I have to, if I'm going to be skeptical of there being other life, I also have to be skeptical skeptical of there not being other life or else I'm not coming from a truly neutral standpoint. Um, and I think that it's just, it's just interesting to me because that's the biggest thing that I can think of is that like, this guy who was known for exaggerating saw something, ran in, started telling people about it. Um, but first of all, because he was known for exaggerating, they would they have panicked. Yeah. They didn't really believe him at first until they started experiencing yeah. as well, which kind of throws a little bit of a wrench in it. And then on top of that, especially especially Glennie Lankford, she's the one that I like to like really look at. She's and the focus one on because she's the she's one the that one. really throws it all off. Because yeah, she. She's the one like <sighs> she was the one hitting the sauce. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. She's the one that like I would think would be the rational one. Yeah. She was the no nonsense lady. She was the one who didn't like all of that fairy tale stuff. She didn't like drinking. She didn't like smoking. She didn't like anything that wasn't just down to earth making an honest day's work. Like she was, she wanted no part of any of the sensationalism. She, all of that annoyed her. She didn't want anything to do with any of it, but she still admitted to having been a to part of it. that thing. And she still yeah. gave an account of her firsthand witnessing it. And on top of that, she gave a firsthand account of her witnessing something that none of the others did. Which was when it was pressing her face up against or its face up against the window when she was trying to sleep and they shot the window out um, because they see this is hmm? that's that's a good point about her. I'm going to I'm going to present something right now. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, you're fine. Uh, but imagine if you will. OK. The scenario that I presented before where people kind of feed off of each other's panic or fear. And she sees this as an opportunity to maybe profit or or scare them more, et cetera, right? And she tells this story. She she agrees with them. She says she saw it herself. And she's she's the one who saw it close up, pressed against the... Yeah, she was the one, you know? Uh, so maybe... Maybe it's like panic combined with a hoax maybe she wasn't like had anything malicious planned maybe she just wanted to scare them or something but got in over her head you know i don't know <laughs> yeah it's it's really hard to say like she's the one because she's the if she's being dishonest then you can throw the whole thing out right the exactly because yeah. she's the one whose involvement really kind of makes me question things you know what i mean because like not in like a. And she really believes what she saw, right? Though. She That's the thing. like she steadfastly believes what she saw, and she got tired of being made a mockery for it. And I would think personally, anyway, that if it was ruining their lives, like well into their like later life, that they would have come clean at some point. Um, because like I said, they couldn't even hold jobs because people just thought of them yeah. as the crazy people that they wanted no association with. And you would think at that point they would have been like, okay, we made it up. It was just a joke. We wanted the publicity. Um, but, you know, turning down publicity I'd go back offers, to offering tours. Hmm? I'd go back to offering tours then to just to make ends meet at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, which, I mean, I'm sure I I couldn't find anything on this, but I wonder if some of the others like um, like Billy Ray and stuff like that wanted. Well, not necessarily profited off of it, but like wanted to go back to doing that because they didn't live there. It wasn't their home. And, and after a while, they eventually did leave again. 
Um, and it was Glenny's property. And she was the one who said that she was tired of people coming onto it and not taking like any more tours, any more visitors started like, again, some people say it was for the greed, but she started uh, a cover charge because she was tired of people being there. And she thought maybe having to pay would dissuade them because they were just trespassing on her farm all the time. And she was trying to get work done. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if some of the other people who didn't live there whose property it wasn't like maybe Billy Ray um, or some of the other kids who like had moved away and were struggling financially because of what had happened uh, had wanted to profit off of it more, but weren't able to because Glennie was kind of the one in control of the home center. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I couldn't find anything on that. And I'm not saying that they, you know, maybe they weren't that greedy or anything, but if they were struggling that hard, I, I can imagine they may have, it may have crossed their minds once or twice to be like, man, I wish we could go back to making money off of this. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's one of those things. It's just, it's one of those things that will forever remain a and, mystery because, you know, even over time, like you misremember. Yeah. Like even, it happens to all of us, even about important things, you know. Um, memories are not, never exactly what happened. Um, yeah, I don't know, Reese. Yeah, it's it's very interesting to me because I'm sure... It was just a conflation of very weird and and unfortunate events, but we'll never know what those events were. And that's what's so interesting to me. Like, maybe it was, I don't know, uh, maybe it was something from outer space, or maybe it was just a lot of very coincidental things that happened um, that are totally natural. And there wasn't enough visible or physical evidence for us to be able to put the pieces together, especially with it having been back when it was. Uh, there was yeah. not forensics was nowhere near where it is now. So, no. I mean, maybe if this had happened today, we would have been able to to point out more things or to find more things. But with it having been when it was and treated the way that it was and the lack of evidence, there's a like 99 percent chance we'll never actually know what happened there. What's your honest theory? My honest theory? That yeah, th yeah, that yeah. pretty much was it. Yeah, I uh, I just think it was a lot of, I don't know, I want it to be, you know, something cool Aliens. and extraterrestrial. You want to believe. Yeah, exactly. I want to believe. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, I think Realistically, it was just, I, I just think it was, like I said, I think it was just a series of events that we'll never know exactly what it was. It was probably something mundane, but we'll never know what those things were specifically. Uh, that led to it happening um, and that that were actually what happened. Uh, and it was just an unfortunate series of events that led to a few innocent people uh, having to deal with it for the rest of their lives. I'm going to go with the mole people theory. Yeah, I like Mike's theory. It's sound. You know what? Now that I've reconsidered, I think he's I think he's on the on the money with that one. Yep. Darn tootin' you guys came over to my side. I knew it was going <laughs> to happen one of these days. I put the tinfoil away. We're we're listening. Stem mole people. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, yeah, that's that's what I think. Uh, so, next time, because I, I think we're done with this, right? Yeah, uh, up, that's, pretty much, that's pretty out. much what I wanted to share uh, for this week. And we've, we've gone on pretty long. I don't want to keep you guys around forever. Yeah. 
Um, what I was going to say, though, is so next week or in a couple next weeks. Next time on High Valley Cryptid. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> uh, next time, we're going to be doing some leggy boys. Leg boys. Leggy boys. I don't like the leggy boys. I love the leggy boys. <laughs> me uh, They too. creep me out so much. There's a lot to go over with the leggy boys, There's, too. Yeah, they're very interesting. Mm. I'm excited for uh, that one. Yeah. I found some stuff. I think you'd be interested to see. Yes. Yeah. I love the leggy uh, boys so much. But the the known leggy boy sighting, just so we're clear, that you know, the first one. The leggy boy sighting. There was actually one before, long before, and guess where it was? Where? It was here in Ohio. Of course it was. Oh, oh actually, I think I heard about that one. <laughs> Yeah, I do some. Yeah. I, I go down some rabbit holes. It's bound to happen. Yeah, but um, yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, I'm really excited. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. I think they're so cute. So anyway, right. until next time. Yep, that's been us. Have a good yeah, time, guys. This, this episode has been brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh Shut up, my Dan. god. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.